anywhere. Remember the first time you told me that you always used to go to the joint and I thought it was some sort of weed dispensary? Yes, I do. And you were like, you go to a, the joint? And I What's was like, the joint? The joint it's, a car, it's a, it, no, it completely sounds like a weed place. Do they got a first good time patient deal? No. Do they got a good first time patient deal? That's what <sighs> I wish. <laughs> everyone and welcome back to eight hour chat a weekly discussion we no longer try to cram eight hours of inappropriate work chat into about an hour we're just chatting now my name is oscar i'm joined as always by my co-host and best bud shan hello shan how art thou i'm good i had a pub burger after we discussed it last week hey, it was good it lived up to its expectations it was i missed that fucking thing good. so much i missed as it so always. much we were so into that thing last year. We got it like like once a week. We were like pub burger. Yeah. And then broke our heart when we drove into it and it was just it gone. It was just not on the menu anymore. It just was, was gone. It was bad. Bad times. It's like I, I think I've been eating a lot of spicy sandwiches lately though. So like I usually get the hot honey sandwich. So I was like, oh, this is so mellow. <laughs> like Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's actually like it's actually on the sweet side. It's like a Swedish burger, you know what I mean? Yeah. Which is fine. I just we got a lot of topics in in our chat this week. We do, and a lot of like good topics. What do you want to start with here? I um, want to start actually with okay, go with this new attraction headed to your lovely city. I'm so freaking excited about this. Do you think they're gonna have like slime, like a slime area? Yes. Yes, I do. I want to go so bad. So, okay. oh, oh, so go, go, Nickelodeon go. Hotel coming to Garden Grove, California. I had somebody be like, why aren't they putting it by Universal? And I was like, you know what? Fuck it. I don't care. I, don't I care. want it. It's I want Disneyland. it. I don't care. <laughs> A Nickelodeon Hotel and Resort featuring water slides and a lazy river got the green light this week to be built in Garden Grove. The Garden oh. Grove City Council the Garden Grove City Council unanimously approved the sale of city land to a developer for an for a Nickel Nintendo Nickelodeon themed hotel with 500 guest rooms, like a, a spa, one. restaurants, and a 600 seat theater. No, you know Nintendo. Uh, their one of their first business ventures was hotels in Japan. Was it uh, they were what they were what they, they were what uh, were referred to as a uh, love hotels. <laughs> Okay, never mind. Yeah. Never mind. Mm-hmm. I feel like we just talked about that on the podcast. I feel like I sprung it on you once. Yeah, yeah I feel yeah, like yeah. this is deja vu. <laughs> yeah. But, so yeah, we do not want to go to the Nintendo Hotel. Uh, this is a Nickelodeon-themed hotel, again, with 500 guest rooms, a spa, restaurants, and a 600-seat theater. That's wild. 
The 277 million project on Harbor Boulevard in Twin Tree Lane, I know exactly where the fuck that is, is slated for the city's tourism district called the Grove District, which attracts tourists visiting neighboring Disneyland. Mm -hmm. City officials touted the benefits of the project as pretty significant, which include millions in local taxes and hundreds of hotel and construction jobs. I thought this man was sitting right next to me and he's out there parking here. <laughs> City officials touted the benefits of the project. Hotel and construction jobs with a preference for hiring local residents and union construction workers to build the resort. Creating some jobs for good old Garden Grove. Mm-hmm. I can't Which decide. Is why Garden Grove you unanimously decided to put it decided to put it in. I can't decide what I'm more excited about. To have SpongeBob or to have local jobs. Councilwoman Kim Nguyen told her colleagues prior to the vote on Tuesday. I'm Councilwoman so Stephanie Kloftenstein. This article is really long. Is it? Oh, oh my yeah. God. Oh, oh boy. Like, yeah. Like we might want to like skim through this and pull out like the best bits instead of like I stopped at like what the agreement, like the like. Like, this is how, like, uh, so the agreement also calls for giving the developer up to 60% of the city's hotel tax revenue for three decades, up to $93 million. Um, mm-hmm. Like, dang. Um, I did have somebody ask me why they weren't building it closer to Knott's rather than Disneyland. And I said, why would they build it near Knott's? And they're why like, because would... it's Nickelodeon. And I'm like, that's, again, this is not well, answering again, again, what? Again, what are you asking? Like, I, I don't understand. I don't understand why you think that not. And they're like, well, because, and I was like, Snoopy is not Nickelodeon. So where are no, we going the, with this? The peanuts are not Nickelodeon. <laughs> like, they're not. They're not usually even on Nickelodeon. Um, so it's like, so where are we, where are we going through this? Yeah, what the hell? I will fight this person with you. So they are apparently Kim, um, uh, the woman Kim, uh, no, not Kardashian, the cancel woman. <laughs> Um, <laughs> it says that the project is expected to create 600 to 700 construction jobs. Fantastic. 300 to 400 permanent hotel jobs and another 200 of the temporary ones, like seasonally. Um, so like it's going to create quite a bit of jobs for Garden Grove. Oh, um, uh, yeah. It's going to be huge, yeah. too. Uh, the resort will feature a 23 story hotel with uh, 94. Uh, 90 square foot ballroom. Yeah. A oh, variety nice. of restaurants, other food areas totaling 22,296 square feet, a 7,000 square foot arcade. Oh, hell oh, yeah. Fuck, a spa and fitness center and 528 parking spaces. Other entertainment amenities will include a Nick studio, as in they're going to film shit there? Maybe. Why uh, not? A, it's LA. A, a studio hall and a, and, a, and a kids lounge. Or bringing cool. Nickelodeon to the real world. Fuck, man. Nice. This is Dude. like, I remember, the, like, you remember seeing pictures of like the Nickelodeon resort in like Orlando? Yes. Or whatever the fuck it was. Yes. Have you seen always, photos like, of it abandoned? Oh my no, God. There's... Go look at abandoned photos of it. It's so freaking creepy. It's abandoned it now? Looks, oh yeah. It looks like completely like it's like still stuck. I think they finally redid it recently. 
Um, and that's why I said, why isn't it by universal maybe like, but like land in that area is like really hard to come by and Hell really no. expensive. So I understand hard that, to like, build on everything's on slope. Yeah. Like there. everything's Park like that. slopey. Like there wouldn't be enough parking. There wouldn't be a place to build this giant of a resort. All no. the hotels that are in LA are historic for a reason. They're not new hotels. They're revamped historic buildings or they're historic hotels. Yep. There's no, no in between these hotels have been there for cent like like hundreds of years at this point mm -hmm. but apparently the resort is also include water splash slides splash zones a pool and a lazy river where guests will have in quotes have an animatronic experience the fuck does that mean so it's like a disney ride so like you're gonna be floating but it's along a lazy, lazy river, river. yeah, yeah but along the sides of it they're gonna have like animatronic spongebob talking to you and shit like, oh my god like, it's like that. it's gonna be like a disney ride uh the this resort and garden groove may be unique to the u.s um the, apparently nickelodeon um representatives can't be reached for comments though hmm. apparently um, there's also uh Nickelodeon also has theme parks across the world that I didn't know yes. about, including a Nickelodeon universe inside the Mall of America in Minnesota. Did you also see, like, they have the one in the Dominican Republic and um, in Mexico's Rivera, Riviera Maya? Maya. What the fuck? And then there, there used to be one in Orlando that featured an outdoor water park, but it is now a Holiday Inn resort. Ah, that's the one you were just talking about. Mm-hmm. As like it apparently it's been a long road. Like it first came to them in 2016. Holy crap! It's been it's been it's six been years. years. It was like that's quite a bit of time. By the time this project almost gets finished, it'll probably be closer to because they don't say when they're gonna finish it, and it just got greenlitted to approve to start, which means that they can now buy the land and start building on it. That's gonna take forever. Yeah. Yes, it is. Like it's we're it's, and it's, it's like a huge. This is a huge resort with a yeah, lot of undertaking. Gonna, I'm gonna, gonna give it like a year or two before it's open. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna give it a good two years. Yeah. So it'll be like that'll be almost ten years since the start of talking about this before it opens. I'm still crazy excited looking into it especially because like i want to know what a nickelodeon spa would be do i get a mm -hmm. slime treatment do i get it wrapped in slime and slime and seaweed i fucking hope listen as a millennial hell yeah <laughs> yeah as a millennial this this i i cannot wait to, to I, I will i know i'm gonna like, pay money to stay here for sure have you ever have you ever been to any of the like have you ever been to orlando in general no no like we grew up way too close to disneyland that our parents like my parents were like we're not going to why would i take you to disney world disneyland's right here i can go home at night <laughs> yeah we're also it's better it's the original we're not getting into that um no want to move on yes give to me this, more to this tweet i sent you about about this uh giant like uh beach yeah it's, it's not an invasion apparently this is just regular behavior for uh and they're not crocodiles it's actually an endangered animal called the oh it's that one with the, like the skinny nose yeah the caiman or something yeah like i know those mm -hmm, mm -hmm. oh yeah your kare caiman and this guy who like uh, explained what they are in this in this tweet also goes on like a uh, a rant about how people a very sweet but angry rant about how people uh don't give reptiles uh, a shot no a shot because oh. they're afraid everyone is afraid of them and categorizes them as monsters and they're like the least oh, that is kind of liked of, of the animals types of things and like 
that basically a lot of them are like including these guys are persecuted for even existing so the reason they're endangered is because i guess in the what year was it I don't know what year was it. Because all in the, I have oh, is in the 1980s. So recently, yeah. in the 80s, these guys were hunted to near oblivion mm. by, by people. Literally, it says hunters would stake out watering holes and shoot them in mass, resulting Maybe. in populations dropping by the millions. So oh. they got banned from being hunted in 1996. It's, it's uh, why they're beginning to recover now. Uh, but yeah, this guy's going off because uh, the way it was presented, even in this tweet where it says, in Brazil, an invasion of crocodiles that flooded the beaches with several hundreds, even thousands, of, and the local population is panicking. This guy says, this is not an invasion. Locals are not panicking. The beach is part of the Pantanal, aka the largest tropical wetland, as well as perhaps the most pristine and preserved one in the world. So basically, these are just regular behavior for these guys in that area you know what i mean it's it's a wetlands and they're just you know going about their shit they live there and no one's this is their home yeah and no one's panicking but this guy is mad that it presented that way because it's not helping the situation of how everyone sees these things as like crazy monsters and past and like there is like evasions of things like in other like there's like uh, islands that get invaded by crabs every year so badly yeah, there can't are, walk there across are in, it. Like invasive species, yeah. Yeah, and even those ones, they're like, oh, this is normal. This is just it's crab season, so you just know that there's gonna be crabs fucking everywhere. Like, but like, I'm like reading like this one. Like, so the first tweet I have in reply to this thing says, "Whenever animals, can you hear my dog?" Yes, a little bit. But it would probably not have nowhere, nowhere near as loud as, you, as we can all hear Draco. So it's I'm fine. I'm trying to shut this door. He stopped barking, but I'm going to shut this door a little bit. That was so Odie that'll help. Um, what? It was Odie. That was Odie boy. He's been especially cuddly, and he got mad at me yesterday because I had to leave before oh, he got a chance to cuddle with me in bed. So he just followed around me pouting until I tucked him into his mother's bed. Oh, my God. Buddy. Um, good, so. Good boy. It says, whenever animals invade a space, I always figure it's because humans messed up theirs, so... There you go. Like, you know what, Fallon? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's probably but, true. But, yeah, I think uh, it's super cool that these guys all gather like this, and that it's like, it's kind of like a spectacle to see, you know? I think it's, mm. like, I am on the, uh, on the opposite spectrum, like, I'm not going to go and hang out on the fucking beach. No, I'm going to avoid but, it. Thank you for letting uh, me know. I think but... it's a fucking, honestly, like a, like a beautiful, dope sight to see all these all these uh, animals just thriving like this. This in, is in the, the same wild, reason you know? I very rarely go camping where there's bears. Like, I, I think bears have a great time in our ecosystem. I think bears are very important. I don't want to see a bear in real life. So I just don't go, well, I, like unless I'm at the zoo where I have, like, I'm safe. Like, I go to San Diego Zoo. So they have like a good habitat kind of thing. And then I stay in my side of the fence. And I try not to go camping where there's bears that I have to worry about that. That's fair. Like the bear. I would be I would be going into the bear's home. There's a bear shit in the woods? Yeah, it lives there. Yeah, that's where bears shit in the woods. <laughs> um, because they could bite me. All right, Shan. What? You drop this in here so you read it. About this psychic. My biting? My my biting thing? No, but the thing about the psychic. 
okay, okay, yeah, I was excited about this. Okay, so apparently, because <laughs> we've been talking about people having predictions lately, and like they're saying they're from the future and having predictions. So I found this that was uh, a wom- a psychic who reads asparagus. Who reads asparagus. This huh? is how she she predicts the future. Says that King Charles will abdicate next year. Abdicate. Ab- abdicate. Mm. Abdicate. Yes. Abdicate. So, a fortune teller who predicted the queen's death using asparagus tips says King Charles III will hand over the reign to Prince William next year. Gemina, Gem, Jemima. Jemima. Like, all right. Like this woman ads. is also white as heck. So, all right. But she's Britain, and she's a Britain's only fortune teller who uses asparagus to see the Jemima future. Jemima Packington. Do you know what that's? Do you know what Jemima the Jemima Packington. Oi. Jemima. <laughs> Do you know what Come do you know what this it. sentence implies though of having her being Britain's only fortune teller who uses asparagus to see the future? The term is asparamancer. Okay. That's fine. Do you know what this implies though that she's Britain's only asper asparagus? Nope. nope. <laughs> no. That's not going to happen. Do you fortune know the, teller. Do, do you know the D&D class necromancer? Yeah. Can you say necromancer? Necromancer. Asperomancer. Asperomancer. Hey! Okay. It's literally so, it's literally a pun on necromancer. Jesus. So her like her actually saying that this is that she's Britain's only one of these implies that there's more in the world. Like that she's not the only one. There might be guy. You don't know. Um oh you know wait, no, no, because then the next sentence it says that she's the world's only one. Oh, okay. Well, there you go. All right. So she says she sees the f- future by tossing spears in the air and interpreting how they land. Much like you would do, bo- like, the bones. They used to do the bone reading. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So she famously correctly predicted Brexit, Brexit, Prince Philip's death, Theresa May being ousted as the prime minister, and Harry and Meghan stepping back from the royal family. Tragically, one of her most... Uh, Poignant predictions for 2022 proved correct when Her Majesty Queen Elizabeth II died at Ballamore Castle last Thursday. Yeah, we don't really care that she died, but this is pretty cool that she predicted it with asparagus. Yeah, yeah, with asparagus, Um, yeah. Earlier this year, Jemima, 65. Oh, man, she doesn't got a lot of predicting time left in her. Sad! I mean, comparatively. Anyway... Saw the spears for uh spears of the veg form in the shape of a broken crown. She said the spears formed a crown with some broken off, which indicated to me that there would be a great royal sadness. When I saw pictures of Queen Elizabeth welcoming Liz Truss, I noticed how frail she looked and said to my friend, It won't be long now, and thought back to my reading of the spears and thought to myself, Oh no. I'm a huge fan of the Queen and I was very sad when she died. Sorry, mm-hmm. Jemima. We don't. <laughs> Jemima it, has now had a string of predictions about the immediate future of the monarchy. They include King Charles III handing over much of his duties to Prince William, while Princess Anne will become the Duchess of Edinburgh. Um, that's uh, Charles' sister. Her other tips also suggest Boris Johnson will make an unexpected return and serve as prime minister for a second time by isn't taking over like, the leadership like from the, Liz like, Truss. Like the British equivalent of Trump that yeah, everyone Yeah, and he just left. 
gross. Sorry, England. Sorry Boris for you. Johnson. Yeah. He he looks about as gross as Trump too. He does. He's always, yeah. His hair always looks fucking yeah. disgusting. It's gross. Um, Jemima said, since the queen died, I did a reading and some very interesting things came out. Uh, in one formation, I saw the spears make a letter A pointing to the letter E. From this, I interpreted that Princess Anne be being made Duchess of Edinburgh, which would be a wonderful tribute to her father, who she was very close to. She's the most hardworking of the royals, and I think it would be very fitting for her to have the title of Duchess of Edinburgh. The Spears also suggest that King Charles will step back due to his age and make uh, William Prince regent. There is a precedent for this happening before in the country. Prince William will take over many of the duties of the king, and I predict this will happen soon within the next 12 months, which I mean the man is old. Um, another very is he interesting... the one that looks like a literal fucking like corpse that's walking? No, that was Philip before he died. Oh, but he, Charles he, doesn't look much better. The, he looks the, a lot the, like his father. The walking corpse finally died? Yeah, he died months ago. Oh, I didn't know. We just didn't talk about it because it was yeah. Prince Philip. Oh, no, um, I Prince Philip was the guy that was you're, married to... I'm sorry. Yeah, you're the only person that I that I ever speak to about any of this royal crap. So That's fair. Yeah, so... I like watching the wedding because I like you, seeing if, the dresses. If you didn't tell me about it, I didn't know. You know what I mean? That's fair. Um, so Prince Philip died sometime before... Oh, when did Prince Philip die? I know he died. Prince Philip died April of 2021. So he's been dead a little bit over a year now, actually about a year and a half. He looked like a walking corpse. Yes. He looked real fucking bad when he died. Real bad. Prince, um, Prince Charles does, or King Charles now. So if, uh, if Queen Elizabeth had died before Prince Philip, Prince Philip would not have been taken over as the king, because he was a prince consort. Mm. Um, because he was married to the queen, he wasn't ruling. He would not have taken over the status of ruling. It would have passed down to her. That's why a prince was never made a king, because he wasn't the ruling. The queen was. Um, monarchy lingo is very yeah, fascinating to me. Um, so, uh, oh, apparently Jemima also has a um, prediction that the Ukraine will defeat Russia in the war, devastating the country. Good. Oh, shit. All right. Look, she's been right before. I believe her. Go off, Asperomancer. Let's go, ma'am. So. Episode title, The Asperomancer. The Asperomancer. So, yeah, apparently in a year, William will be in charge. Nice. All right. I think that Charles first is going to oust his brother. And I found out this because I didn't know royal drama at all. I found out that the favored son not charles the favorite son of queen elizabeth was like really close friends with jeffrey um epstein oh yeah and no. had like complete public turn and somebody else who was also involved in that scandal and like had complete public turn against him because of it which good so he's been living on like in out of the public eye kind of thing but getting away with stuff because uh he was like mommy's favorite boy and now she's dead wild just saying all right why are you so mad about this candle 
So I put the video in, but we're not going to watch the video. You can watch it later if you want. Okay. This lady, she's like, I just finished my can, my refillable candle. Now we get to see how easy it is to be refilled. And I'm like sitting here like all candles are refillable. Go down to your Joann's. Go down to your Michael's. There's like multiple candle wax. It's really easy. And scent notes that you can mix in with it and pour it into a candle. Like, do you know? Mm-hmm. I was like, what do you mean? So it's this company and they sell this. Kate, this candle glass and like the her thing was like i'm so glad because i'm like a fiend for candle because i love the scents but i hated wasting all that glass and i was like number two why are you throwing away glass you put things in them why are you just throwing them away a lot of them are like good shape for like extra like drinking out of them too yeah i was like why are you just throwing these away or like some of them are just like cute that you can like put like decorative around debt like i don't know why this woman is just throwing candles away give them to people like at the jars go put them in a goodwill somebody will buy them put weed in them seriously put any like a lot of them have toppers like i don't Mm -hmm. know what this for yeah so it's this candle it's a glass it doesn't have a top on it or anything like that it says it's called notes and says notes on the outside it doesn't have the scent or anything in it because you buy a bag of little wax beads so when the candle is finished melting you take out a silicone shell thing that fits into the candle and then you can push out all the remaining wax or whatever and the wick and like pull the wick out you can put a new wick in and then you pour these little melty beads and you don't even like melt the candle so it's like a solid you just light it with all the beads in it and it just melts it as it melts i was like this fucking scam Hmm. it's just like it has some sense already in it in the wax i guess which is the only like other like thing i guess but literally you can go down to a michael's and you can buy a big thing of like beeswax, no, like tra- ready to melt, and wicks. Oh, okay, I see, I see. And you can like redo any candle yeah, you I'm, want. I'm, I'm trying to find. I'm, I'm trying to. There's, there's like a video in the background of this web. Okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna watch this fucking video. Okay. The how it works video. Yes. Go. Tell me when you're ready, because I just went down to the frequently asked questions, and I, I'm, I'm like. I'm gonna lose my mind. Okay, yeah, because tell me, because tell me what, why, why you're losing your mind. Because I just watched it, and it doesn't seem like that bad of a system. It's not. It's just like nonsensically expensive. If that makes sense. Oh, I haven't, feels seen, like it, I haven't seen the price of this. Bad yeah, bad. it's like it feels like it's pandering to. So you have to buy a starter candle and buy the refill wax. You cannot. As per their per their thing, it's like, can I use another glass? So you can't just buy these refills and put them in a ga- glass candle you already have. Fifty-four dollars for the fucking starter kit, mm-hmm. and then the refills are how much are the refills? So you're gonna pay fifty-four dollars for a can, like eighteen dollars per refill. That's also okay. kind of a lot. So can I use other glasses? No. All of our candle components are perfectly formulated and safety tested for our starter glass uh, vessel. Do not use refill kits with your own glass. So you can't, they're like, if you care about the environment, you would have made something that can go into any glass container you have and actually be actually a refillable thing. So you're pandering and playing on like rich people who are like want to look like they're caring about in the environment that are going to get your special candle glass and all of that 
when I can go literally buy, and I have in my room, beeswax pellets that I could do the same thing with, melt them down in a little pot, like in a cup, in a microwave with like some scents in it. And I could even put essential oils in it. So it's like even that and make my own candle for like a heck of a lot cheaper. And I can put it in any container I need and I buy a wick. Like, like, so this is for me, it's, it's greenwashing. Mm -hmm. And I hate greenwashing because it's like, it says, uh, is there's a lot of wax in my refill bag? Do I really pour in the whole bag? At notes, we believe there's no such thing as too much of a good thing. That's why we filled all of our Franklin's refills to the brim with our non-toxic, all natural wax. For the best brim possible, make sure to gently pack the beads in. Don't be shy. Create a mound at the top of the candle with your extra wax. We never, never recommend saving wax to be poured in at a time as this is likely to stuff your frame. So that's eight. A refill bag is not. Multiple, multiple uses. It's one. That that, that eighteen dollars no. a candle. Yeah, that's that's. I realized I picked up on that when I was watching the video because it says pour all of the wax in your refill bag into the can. I was like, all of it. So yep. they're only single use refill. You're still doing a bunch of single use shit with the little bags. And I, their thing is like, oh, the bag can be recycled. Oh, the bag is compostable. But you don't actually care because if you actually cared you would have made something that was safe to put in a bunch of different candles. Mm-hmm. Like to like any glass that we have as candle owners of like have a ton of candles, we can just put more, like we can just put the wax in. And once again, I'll go to Joanne's and I'll buy beeswax pellets and I'll buy a wick. And then I can use essential oils that I already have in my house and any scent that you like. So if you're an essential oil junkie who loves like breathe and like, like the ones that are pre-mixed by those essential oil companies, you probably already have them at your house in order to just mix it up with that real quick, heat it in a double boiler with like something that is silicone that it's like heating up in so it doesn't stick to it and just pour it in and make yourself a candle. Mm-hmm. Like, can I use multiple wicks? No, our vessel is only designed to safely and effectively burn one of our cotton wicks. You can't have a three burn candle. Um, we still have leftover wax bead, leftover wax beads. What do I do with them? We're not perfect. And we admit it. If you've packed down your wax beads and mo- amounted your candle and still have remaining wax, we consider disposing of the excess. You may be able to choose, uh, a, two places in a wax warmer, never add the remaining wax to an already lit candle. Cause that'll snuff the flame. This is a wasteful company that's greenwashing by the fact that they can refill it. Yeah. It's like, that's why I'm like so annoyed and outraged because like they have people promoting it and like loving it and being like, this is so awesome. But there's so many restrictions on this candle that it's not actually like I have a refill place that I go to and I get laundry detergent and I get it. Oh, I, I get a ton. I actually could bring in the laundry detergent that I had before, like the container I had before, weigh it and just fill it. Like they didn't care. It like the like it was it's a plastic bottle. And they're like, that's fine because you're not throwing it into a landfill. And that's what like actual people who care about the environment make things that can be put into other things, make things to have use to continue to have like extend the life of products that aren't compostable so that they can't like they don't go into a landfill. I have I have I have an ad for the notes candle in the article for my next thing you do yeah so i clicked over to move on to the next topic and the first ad i see is the fucking notes candle 
God. Okay, uh, we're, we're done with this. I'm uh, like, uh, listen, uh, don't uh, use uh, notes. It's stupid. Go buy, make your own candle, get beeswax, and, you know, take care of. We got time for one more thing. One of these things is very intense, which we'll save it for next week. So we're going with the spooky season segment of the week. Yay! Because some very, very lovable friends are back for the first time in a long I'm time. So flipping excited. And that is McPunkin, McBoo, and McGoblin. Which I'm so are excited. The little Halloween pails from, from McDonald's for the Happy Meals. One's a little ghost, one's a little green goblin witch thing, and one's a little pumpkin person. I and they're going to be coming back uh, starting October 18th and ending, of course, on Halloween. So I need to go collect all three of these guys. I had them as a child. I, I love just them. want the angry, I just want the angry pumpkin. Just want the, the, main, the main man himself. McGovern. Are they like they've got to be with like the kids' meals, right? Yeah, it's with the happy meal. Okay. Mm-hmm, I just gotta mm-hmm. like figure out what I'm getting. I like that they've edited this um ad that was on Twitter to look like the 80s or look like the 90s. Um even though like McDonald's did release a new ad that doesn't look that doesn't look quite like that. Yeah. Speaking, they also include Halloween McNugget toys. Uh, so it looks like it's a bunch of like vintage stuff that they're bringing back for for the for the Halloween season this time around, and I'm super go fucking them. excited. Let's I, go! I love all these little dumb pails that McDonald's puts out. So I will be hitting this up. Spooky season is here. Can you feel the chill in the air because it's spooky, getting spooky. chilly at night? Yes, I it fucking is. love it. Spooky, scary, spooky, scary, spooky, scary. You know? Oh my god. According to this article that you sent, or that was like linked to the thing, the information didn't even come from McDonald's. They haven't released the information. It was leaked by an employee who took yeah. pictures of it. And the, I pictures wasn't... Are, the pictures are in here. It's like a little like employee calendar timeline thing. Ugh, love it. Yeah, so, so someone risked it all to give us this news. You know what I mean? I love it. That's going to be a week of fun because, like, also on the 19th, I don't know if you care, but Bear in the Big Blue House is coming to Disney+. Plus. Oh, is it really? Yeah. That's cool. I love Bear in the Big Blue House. Okay, that I was wasn't sure one. if that was something you watched or not. And I was like, no, I'm I did. It was a good it. one. I like Bear in the Big Blue oh, House. Oh, it's so good. I opened this article, and there's, like, a bunch of, like, spooky-related articles on the side of here. So I'm going to keep this open so that I can, like, really give it to us oh i see this leading scene from poltergeist like all that shit like yeah yeah i'm gonna see if there's like good ones i doubt it but probably not that's pretty much gonna do it for us here on the podcast this week thank you so much for joining us thank you so much for listening if you want to find me on the internet and talk spooky season you can find me at knife life osc knife life osc if you want to find shan on the internet you can find me on Linktree uh, under Adventure Lady, and then you can find all of my different social medias on there. Best bet. So quick me. and easy. Awesome. So quick and easy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, make sure you share the show with a friend. Uh, other than that, thank you so much for listening. Until next time, my name is Oscar. My name is Shan. This has been the Eight Hour Chat. And you can still take antlers on a plane. Yep. Bye. Bye.